Klaus Schwab, founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, has pledged that the world can find salvation at his annual convention that starts next week. At this same convention, they're going to try to put an end to oil, gas, and coal use. Can salvation be found in the WEF? Did the Bible predict these high gas prices? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We look forward to you joining us. We're specifically talking today about really two things, but Doug, the primary thing is that Klaus Schwab has claimed that salvation can be found at his convention. Is he having like Joel Osteen come in and, and present... Um, something? I I think that they just believe that their ideas can save the world, Vince. Oh, okay. They can do it single-handedly. So they're not having a big crusade. No, um, no, no, uh, no Billy Graham moves or anything like that. There, it's just going to be Klaus Schwab and a lot of, uh, of a lot of the world leaders. Yeah, world leaders, absolutely. So he's saying that salvation can be found through their methods. Yeah, it's not like he's presenting the gospel. Right, but, you know, I don't know if Klaus Schwab believes in the gospel. You know, that his, his number one man there, his number one advisor, says that uh, the Bible's fake news and also says, you know, that we, uh, you know, we don't have a supreme being uh, that gives us incentive for anything. So uh, I'm not real sure that Klaus Schwab would believe in salvation either as far as biblical salvation. So that's one of the big topics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The proclamation that salvation can be found through their stuff. Mm-hmm. But then also this, this gas prices thing. Yeah. We all know about high gas prices. I drive a four-cylinder Toyota, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 2013 Toyota RAV4. And it costs me usually about 20 to $25 to fill up until this year. Yeah. I uh, we go in and have this baby, and then I come out and re-enter society, um, and see the gas prices like unbelievable, it and really it cost is. me fifty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty annoying. I think we're all pretty annoyed with the gas prices right now. Yes. Now, so I guess maybe it's a good thing that Klaus Schwab and company are going to try to end all this gas consumption, right? Well, some people may look at it like that. You know, I really, Vince, to be honest, uh, talking to people that I talk to, I, I talk to a lot of people that are on board with uh, this situation, which is kind of weird to me. I mean, there's a lot of people that agree with what they're saying about we need less cars on the road. We need uh, to be saving the planet. Uh, so it, it's amazing how many people are buying into the idea, but that's what... Prophecy says is going to happen with the one world government. And this is a 
part of the one world government. The World Economic Forum is definitely part of the UN, part of uh, the push for a, a new world order. Klaus Schwab has said that himself. So he's a big backer of the new world order, uh, along with a lot of other things he says. And we're, I mean, we're going to be able to uh, break it down a little bit and probably talk about some other things that we've talked about in the past with the people that are showing up for this uh, World Economic Forum. So, And this convention starts Sunday, right? Yes. This Sunday, they're mm-hmm. going to be talking about, you know, how the world can have salvation through these methods, and they're going to talk about what those are. Right. And then they're also going to be trying to put an end to oil, gas, and coal consumption. Yeah. And... Um, so basically, to me, I'm looking at that going, these methods that they're going to try to impose will do nothing but shoot the gas prices up even further. Right. So. Well, it, and it also helps us understand why the gas prices are the way they are. I mean, what were some of the comments that were made when asked about the gas prices with uh, the White House uh, press secretary? They ask her, you know, well, what about these high gas prices? Is anything going to be done? And they repeatedly said, buy an electric car like everybody's got the money to get rid of their gas engines and just go buy an electric car because they say so but to me if they're talking about their methods are going to be salvation then their gospel must be global warming that must be what they're pushing for their gospel is we've got to save the planet that must be what their salvation is is saving the planet and i think that we kind of will we'll see that as we go through some of these articles that that is their agenda is it's all about, you know, we've got to save this planet. How long have they been talking to us about global warming? But even, like, l- let's, shave, let's shave that aside and go, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, what are they really trying to do? <clears throat> you know, gas prices being high yeah. is not so gas prices can be high. Right. There's, there's reasons behind that. Mm-hmm. And it sure is looking a lot like this will help impose world government ideas. Absolutely it will. So what else can we look at? And, and you know what's really interesting? They're going to be you know, on their soapbox about global warming and not uh, using gas. And where's this convention held in? It's Switzerland. In Switzerland, yeah. Geneva, and Switzerland. And like, you know, a couple dozen people there will be from Switzerland. Everyone else is from all these other nations in the world. Yeah. Do they ride their bike there or their electric scooter? No, they're flying <laughs> oh, large flying. large airplanes. Private there. jets probably. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And but they're gonna wrap it up with a ski trip at the end of it. It's well, gonna be that, great. That's, there's no fuel involved for there. No. skiing down a mountain. They'll ski right? down a mountain. They're okay. not using any fuel for that. They're using a lot of fuel to get there for sure. Well, this convention starts Sunday. Mm-hmm. It has the risk, and we talked about this on um on Tuesday of us giving up sovereignty in the United States. Yeah. So we can talk more about that. Now, Doug, we did have a number that yeah. people can call because we can still make a difference here. We can call our representatives mm-hmm. and make a difference here. We have that number, and I think we are able to put it up on the screen right now. Some people were wondering um, what the number is that they could call to get a hold of their senator or representative. You can actually call the U.S. Capitol, and if we can put that on the screen, that would be great. If not, I'll tell you the number, uh, or I'll do both. The number is 200, excuse me, let me start over, 202-224-3121, 202 
224-3121. And that is on the screen now. Mm -hmm. You can call the U.S. Capitol and put your zip code in, and they will direct you to your state senator or representative. And what do they tell them, Doug, when they get their voicemail or their rep or their secretary or whatever it is? That we are not in favor of the amendment with the WHO. So World Health Organization. Yes. We are All not right. in favor of that. And what is that? That is a bill that would give them our sovereignty over health issues. We talked about it uh, in more detail on Tuesday's broadcast. All right, so there it is, 202-224-3121. You can call and get your information there. We'll also be taking your calls, 877 times the number to call, and we'll be right back after the break. In the Bible, God gave us a timeline from the beginning to the end of the age. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching our brand new video, The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Get your DVD of The Future According to Bible Prophecy free with a gift of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's endtime.com slash future or 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times... We weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to Into the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Is the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab the savior of the world? They have pledged that salvation can be found at their convention that's happening, uh, starts Sunday, this week, this, this coming week. And so salvation can be found through their methods there. And then they also are going to try to end... Uh, gas and coal and oil usage. And so uh, these high gas prices aren't just by accident. There's things happening in the background um, that the Bible said would happen. And so as a result, gas prices are shooting up and there's other things that are going on. 
Uh, we're talking about that in detail today. We'd love your perspective or any questions that you have surrounding uh, those two specific things. The number to join us again is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug and I have a hard time not having a good time, even when we're talking about subjects like these that don't seem that um, fun. And so we still like to have a good time. And part of the reason that we can look into Scripture, look at current events, and still laugh and still, you know, we, we cry and we pray and we, um, um, you know, are concerned about people that need to know the Lord. That's certainly true. But at the same time, um, we still are, you know, moving right along and having a good time while we're doing all this. I think it's important to laugh and have fun. And we do that. Um, and part of that is because we do look at Bible prophecy and we do see what's happening in the world. And we know that in spite of all that, there are lots of good things to look forward to. Even though we may get persecuted, even though there's um, bad things coming, we know that in the end, Jesus is Lord. We serve him. We're part of his kingdom. And therefore, it doesn't matter what comes up against us. All things are working together for the good. And that's one of our core values here at End Time. It's found in Scripture. And part of, part of the reason we're able to do that is because we can look to the future and we can have hope and we can have peace in spite of what we know is coming. And that's available to you as well. It's not exclusive to End Time team members. You can have that. And we talk about how you can have it on this show. It's absolutely free. We share this totally free with you every single day. But at the same time, we also produce some content. Sometimes it's available for a donation. And, and one of those items is the future according to Bible prophecy. It's our brand new lesson. Just came out for pre-order last month. We now have it in-house. And we've extended the offer of you being able to get that for a donation of any amount through the end of this month. So you have just over a week to take advantage of that. Um, there are people who have given $500. There are people who have given $15. We don't have a price tag on it. We want you to ask the Lord what you should give for it. It's available for a donation of any amount. No matter what it is, you put it in there. Try it out. Uh, go to endtime.com slash future. Put your amount in and see what happens. Uh, but we want you to have access to this information. Um, so go to endtime.com slash future or you can call us at 800 endtime and you can access the future according to Bible prophecy and have peace and hope no matter what comes our way, no matter how high the gas prices get. And Doug... We're excited about that lesson. We think everybody should watch it. So go do that today. Absolutely. I also should remind everyone that uh, Dave and Jana will be in Kaufman, Texas in four hours. Less than four hours. So tonight at 7 p.m., Dave's going to be talking about this very topic, the future according to Bible prophecy. Uh, what we make available on DVD is slightly different than the live version because there's interaction and Dave's having a conversation with the crowd a bit. And so... Uh, what you get in Kaufman, Texas tonight will be a little bit different than the DVD, but nonetheless, be sure to make it to Kaufman. That's just southeast of Dallas, Texas. So if you are in the southeast Dallas area or east Texas area, wherever you're at, if you'd like to join us, you've got less than four hours to get there. We'd love for you to come out, meet Dave and Jana, and uh, hear the future according to Bible prophecy and get some hope um, as we navigate these end times. All right, Doug. Very important topics today. Yeah, absolutely. So we better get right into it. Yeah, and before you start, I just want to say this. Anytime that a news article quotes the Bible or points in that direction toward prophecy, it's going to be something that 
the flags are going to go up for us. It's going to be something that draws us to that article. And so that's why this article is kind of a big deal. And, and actually, the article we were going to lead with today got bumped because I found this article today. It was sent to me by one of our listeners. And when I saw that they were quoting Matthew 24, I was like, man, here we go. So very important. And go for it. All right. This first story is from Breitbart. Klaus Schwab pledges the world can find salvation at Davos 2022. I don't even know if that's how you say it, but it's in Switzerland. Yes, that is how you say it. All right. The subtitle of this is Famine, Floods, Pestilence, Drought, Plague, War, and Rumors of War. These are the key issues facing the world today. And the invitation-only World Economic Forum next week in Davos, Switzerland, is just the place to find the answers provided by the select globalist elites. Founder Klaus Schwab declared Wednesday. Schwab is talking about biblical prophecies. Schwab is talking about biblical prophecies from Matthew 24. And although the Bible does talk about these things in the end time, it also says Matthew 24, starting in verse 11, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Is that what we're talking about here, Doug? Yeah, that's what I believe we're talking about. He's he's quoting the Bible. He's quoting Matthew 24 there, talking about the The author of the article. This isn't Schwab. Schwab compared what's going on to Matthew 24 in the article. He talks about it. Uh, He talks about that's the reason why we're there, because of war and the things that are happening. And so um, that scripture about the false prophets, the reason why I put that in there is because of the fact that the Bible tells us that there's only one way to salvation. That there's Don't only, get us preaching, Doug. Oh, we got to preach a little bit. Come on, because now. in Acts, we need Judy 4, to get down here on the organ. That's what I'm talking about. Be, because Acts four tells us in verse twelve, it says, "Neither is salvation in any other." So it's not in an organization. It's not in any other person. So you mean Trump 2024? Not our salvation. Him coming back and being the president—that's not going to save America. Not our Messiah. Not our salvation. Because the Bible. What about says, my pastor? No. What about my spouse? No. What about my brand new baby? Mm-mm. No salvation found in any other scripture says. And it says that there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That name is Jesus Christ. So it's telling us that Jesus is the only name that brings salvation. Klaus Schwab is not going to bring it to you. The World Economic Forum is not going to bring it to you. Donald Trump's not going to bring it to you. United Nations, all, list no. all the things. No, no. Now, many are going to follow that. We know that from Bible Scripture. So we know that from Revelation 13 that a lot of people are going to wonder after the beast. And we've been told that. Jesus quoted this Scripture out of Bible to let us know that we're going to see these things, but not to fear because the end is not yet. So they're talking about the very things in this article that we talk about here all the time in the Olivet Discourse with Matthew 24. So, The article goes on to say, The return of war, epidemics, and the climate crisis, all those disruptive forces have derailed the global recovery, Schwab told journalists, and an almost biblical prediction ahead of the convention start this coming Sunday. Those issues must be confronted in Davos, and the global food crisis in particular needs our immediate attention, he added. Okay, so we know, and you've probably heard, even though you've kind of been out of the loop for a little bit with this new baby and you still understand what's going on, there's baby formula shortage right now, right? Well, that's not the only shortage. I think that's that going was on. prophesied in the Bible. 
Uh, famines are, pro- yeah, that's prophesied in the Bible. Woe to those. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but <laughs> Well, it's not true, but I know what you mean. Yeah, well, Klaus Schwab, two months ago, predicted that we would have a food crisis. So I've got a video clip from that. I want to show that right here in the middle of that because he just talked about it in an article, a global food crisis. Or crisis. How did he know that two months ago? So let's roll that video and look at that. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. There was not a date on that particular clip, but the clip itself, when you go back and look, it was made back in March when he did that address to the World Economic Forum at that time. Uh, we, we've played Maybe he knew that all those food supply factories were going to get burned down. Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe he is predicting what their uh, plans were. Remember, we've, we've kind of made fun with this a little bit. We showed video clip of... It's hard uh, not to because he sounds like a villain from a superhero movie. He does, like a Bond movie it's or something. Like, it's like, of all the people they could have picked for this role, he's the one that everyone would suspect would be the bad guy. Yeah, Dr. Evil. Yeah. Well. So anyway, this it's crazy that, that that's what he's talking about now. He talked about it two months ago. He forecast what was going to happen. It, remember, he's also the author of the book COVID-19 and the Great Reset. So they are working on this Great Reset, and they'll use any crisis they can use to make that happen. And I think that that's what we want everybody to kind of understand today, that I believe that we're watching this be projected to us because this is in their plans and they're getting together to plan how they're going to go about pushing their agendas. And the whole thing that we did on Tuesday with Biden uh, trying to give over our sovereignty to the WHO, that's all part of the plan. It's all part of the Great Reset. If they can take away our sovereignty, they can take away, uh, like they've been talking about, taking away the veto in the UN, those type of things, things where we can stand up against what's happening, they're putting those plans in place to where we can't stand up anymore. So I'm sorry, I'll get off my soapbox a little bit. I told you before the show, I'm kind of hyper about all this because it gets me kind of roaring and, and excited because I know who wins this at the end. So. Well, they should really consider going into prophecy because they're the most accurate prophets unless they know something we don't. Yeah. It's like... Too many times have they said these things are coming. Well, yeah. I, you know, I guess some people would say they're extremely intelligent. They can forecast what's going on because of the data. Mm-hmm. And so you should listen to them because they're very smart. Well, remember the other day we were told COVID's not over, too. I showed you the video clips where all the world leaders were coming together and they were saying this uh, pandemic is not over. The COVID's not over. Now we're starting to hear they want to bring mask mandates back. So it's very interesting, the timing of everything, too, when we've got another election coming up. It's just interesting things. Uh, but let's stick to what we're talking about today because we could go. COVID's not over, yeah. and they're getting ready to have a 2,500-person gathering um, there in Switzerland for this event. Yeah. Uh, kind of odd for something that is when they're saying COVID is not over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So it all the article goes on to say it all comes down to trusting in the WEF to find the correct outcomes and implement them as instructed. Schwab and his unelected workers submit. Quote, in a world which is becoming more fragmented, more divided, and where many of the traditional multilateral organizations tend to become dysfunctional or at least mistrustful, a global platform based on informal, trust-faced, and action-oriented cooperation will be ever more relevant, more important than before. Yeah. Trust-faced. Mm-hmm. All right, more than 50 (laughs) heads of state and government will attend the meeting next week, including NATO Secretary General, German Chancellor, and Ursula von von der Leyen, President of the European Commission. All will be flying in for their week of luxury ski resort before flying home again, just as they have done in the past. Yeah. You think it'll snow this year? Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Schwab warned anyone who sought to trivialize the event or hijack its key messages, including the often-mentioned Great Reset, will be treated with contempt. Contrary voices will simply not be tolerated. So if you push against our agenda, you'll be asked to leave, I guess. Apparently. Not just asked. Held in contempt. Treated with contempt. Yeah. Quote, The atmosphere in which Davos takes place will be welcoming but it is also of utmost seriousness. So there's no place for the frivolous fringe that seeks to distract and divert attention. And I condemn it wholeheartedly, particularly of those who have nothing to do with the World Economic Forum community and just come to Davos to hijack our brand. Also, Doug, might be noteworthy, John Kerry, U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, will be in Davos. And I'm sure he didn't ride his bike there. No. Along with 17 environment ministers, Alec Sharma, president of the COP26, is also scheduled to participate. What does that mean to me, Doug? COP26? Why does anybody need to know about that? Well, okay, so one of the things that that is, is is this is a global response to the climate emergency. Uh, And... So what these people have done in the past, just one of the things that they are noted for is this is where our Paris Climate Agreement came from. Okay. Remember, Trump pulled us out of the Paris Climate Agreement at the time when he was in office, and he exposed to everybody that it was uh, a fraud, that it was more um, just money-making uh, scheme is basically what it was, that countries who are uh, – Richer in their economic value, they give to countries that are lesser because it's kind of like we rob from the rich to give to the poor. So basically, if you're a country that they say produces more emissions than other countries, you pay a penalty tax and that money would go to a country that doesn't have as much emissions. And Trump pulled us out of that. So that's why that's kind of important. All right. Well, we'll talk more about this on the other side of the break as well as get into the fact that they're trying to end gas usage. Um, and we will be taking your calls. The number to join us is 877 time 877-363-8463. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? 
With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Once again, I want to remind everyone that Dave and Jana will be in Kaufman, Texas this evening at 7 p.m. Dave's going to be presenting a lesson called The Future According to Bible Prophecy. It's our uh, brand new lesson, just came out last month. And so if you're in the southeast Dallas area or east Texas area, or anywhere within driving distance, uh, you still have time to get there. It's less than four hours away um, from right now, 7 p.m. this evening. You can learn more about the venue um, and additional details about the event by going to endtime.com slash events. Or you can give us a call if you need help over the phone. The number for that is 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. All right, Doug, as you may know by now, we were... Um, streaming online like we do every single day, and unfortunately had technical difficulties from what we understand, and um, I don't know what else to say other than that, but nonetheless we did, and we were cut off on the internet there for a while, but we still continue to broadcast on radio, and so I guess they will probably upload the full video after the show, but nonetheless we can continue on and everyone else will be able to get the rest of it unless we get cut off again, which we hope we don't. Right. Um, don't know who to blame or if anyone's to blame. Sometimes these things just happen, yeah. and sometimes the powers that be don't like what you're saying. I don't know. Who knows? You nowadays. never know. Klaus Schwab's not the Savior. Right. WEF is not where you're going to find salvation, Yeah. regardless of how much greener they can make the world. Right. And, you know, I mean, we have a lot of people, a lot of... Uh, um, world leaders that are going to this World Economic Forum. We know in the past we've seen our president, uh, Joe Biden, at these WEF uh, 
conventions and, and actors and other people that are very much environmentalist. Um, but, you know, I mean, the Bible tells us in Revelation 13, Vince, it tells us about this. It tells us who gives power to the world government, and it tells us that people will follow that power. And so Revelation 13, 4 uh, says, and they will they worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast. So we know where the power comes for the world government. It comes from the devil. The dragon is the devil. And they worship the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who's able to make war with him? We're beginning to watch that more and more. We're seeing more and more people begin to wander after the beast like scripture tells us it's going to. And so we've been talking about this for a very long time. Uh, on this program way back before it was into the age and it was politics and religion. <laughs> the two uh, things you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, we, we talked about this very thing. And here we are living in the days where we're watching it begin to develop. So it's exciting times to live in. I know it scares some people, uh, but we have faith in the Word of God and what He tells us. And so we don't have to be afraid of that kind of stuff. So. Absolutely. Um, Let's. I guess we should pause and just remind everybody that when you share our videos, when you comment and let us know you're watching, uh, or comment anything actually, or give us a heart icon, all those things help us out a lot in getting this message spread. And so when we get cut off in the middle of a show and have to restart uh, Facebook and YouTube, they don't really like that. And so less people know about the show at that point. And so if you could take this time to share to help get this out, uh, give us the heart icon or just comment and let us know that you're watching. Um, that would help us out a lot in getting this video um, out there after being cut off there. So please do that now. It would help out a lot. And this next story is something that people need to know about as well. UN Chief Antonio Gutierrez on Wednesday, yesterday, called for an end to oil, gas, and coal use in favor of renewable sources as part of a self-described global climate Marshall Plan. Mm-hmm. That sounds a lot like something else that we know about. Yeah. What is that term? I'm, I'm losing it, but it's something about Marshall. Marshall, Marshall law. law. Yeah. That's right. That sounds, is it related or what? Uh, yeah, as you break down this article and you start seeing the things that they're proposing, it's going to be a type of Marshall Law. Very interesting. Uh, The the veteran Portuguese socialist spoke ahead of the upcoming WEF annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, which is what we've been talking about. It's already issued its own call for net zero carbon emissions to be driven by a wider embrace of solar and wind power sources without delay. Well, we had this experience here in Dallas, Doug. Mm -hmm. And we've got a flooded building that's still a construction zone because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of, I guess, but no, it's because of it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, okay, yeah. But we had our windmills frozen, mm-hmm. as we've been told here in Texas. Yeah, and energy did not function as well as it normally does because of the very, very cold temperatures. Yeah. So if they want to end oil, gas, and coal use, what, a, what about when there's no electrical power? Right. Otherwise. You're, you're going to have that kind of stuff happen again. I mean, so here in Texas, they think it's a pretty safe bet. You put these big uh, windmills up in West Texas and everything's going to be okay and they're not going to freeze and that kind of thing. But we had one of the coldest winters we've had on record last year. We had 10 inches of snow 
on the ground for several days and then freezing rain on top of it in some places. So you had this these huge, you know, uh, what do they call them, blackouts, where if you weren't on certain power grids that were attached to hospitals and things like that, you were down for several hours. It might come on for 30 minutes and give you a little bit of a reprieve, but then it went right back down. People were and, chopping up their dining room tables and burning <laughs> them in their fireplace. I, you know, I, I didn't hear about that, but I'm sure they were because it was pretty pretty bad. They were, and I drive by a bunch of dead trees in parks all the time, and I'm like, I think I would go chop that up first, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. They might have got it at Ikea or something. Well, it's worth <laughs> chopping up after you go through all those instructions. Right. Um, to avoid catastrophic climate change, humanity must, quote, end fossil fuel pollution mm-hmm. and accelerate the renewable energy transition before we incinerate our only home. Yeah. That sounds so mortifying. It doesn't it. It sounds terrifying. And it's almost comedy, Doug, because these guys are flying there on jets. Yeah. Well, it, Vince, bottom line, like I think they, they they think we're stupid. Is what I think they I think. Yes, I mean it's like boy, we don't want to incinerate our only home, but I've got to hurry up my speech so I can catch my flight out of here. Yeah. That's going to just pump all these chemicals that I say are so bad for our only home. Right. Yeah. Right these guys fly the... more than yeah. anybody. I mean, it's crazy how much they're flying. Absolutely. Every week they're flying somewhere. Yeah. Big All airplanes. for the greater good of the world. Yeah. And they didn't all come on the same plane, so it's not like one plane lands with all these people on I don't it. know. No, sir. Wow. Renewable technology should be treated as freely available global public goods unconstrained by intellectual property, he added. The U.N. Secretary General also called for an end to approximately half a trillion dollars in fossil fuel subsidies, roughly two-thirds of which go to consumers and the rest directly to industry as part of the drive to change consumer habits. Quote, every minute of every day, coal, oil, and gas receive roughly... $11 million in subsidies. While people suffer from high prices at the pump, the oil and gas industry is raking in billions from a distorted market. This scandal must stop. For its part, the WEF has published a 10-point plan Mm. provided by the International Energy Agency as a way to end oil dependency as part of its self-declared Great Reset. There's that word again. just one further step in addressing what the WEF has already taken to calling an existential threat to the planet. Yeah. Now remember, Klaus Schwab has said this Great Reset, you will have nothing and you will be happy. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that. Dave's talked about how... You know, the apartment complexes are coming up everywhere and you sell a house now thinking you can sell this house and go get you another one. Uh, You can't do it because the market's been driven up so high. And we found out that BlackRock and other organizations attached to uh, the World Bank are buying this property up. And some of these places are setting empty. There's there's uh, some realtors who have told me personally that some of the neighborhoods where some of these houses have sold, they're not even putting them up on the market and nobody's living in them. They're just sitting there empty. Uh, and we watch these apartment complexes come up with these inner cities within the apartment where you've got hair salons, nail salons, uh, you know, gyms, grocery stores, everything right there in your little unit. So you really don't ever have to leave. You're right there in your little pod and you got your 
a whole world right there underneath your building and you never have to leave. And you'll have nothing and you'll be happy with what you've got. But uh, the really crazy thing, Vince, is what this plan includes. Uh, Some of the things in here, I can see some people liking them, but I can also see uh, the dangers of it because it's going to infringe on things like, for instance, car-free Sundays. How are you going to get to church? I live quite a few miles from my church. It takes me 15, 20 minutes to get to church. How am I going to get there if I can't drive my car on Sunday? Horse and buggy. I guess so. I'm going to have to invest in that, I guess. But then they're going to say, you know, my horse gives yeah. off emissions too. And you Well, know. I know that uh, dinosaurs are what caused major issues before. If you don't know this story, I'll tell you about it off air. But yeah, we'll have to talk about that, I guess. To get into that later. But yeah. uh, avoiding air travel is also one of the options as they fly to and from Switzerland. It's yeah. just comedic, Doug. I know. It's driving me crazy. It is crazy. I want to be able to say, hey, do you guys see how stupid this is? Mm-hmm. You're saying all these things, but you're not doing all these things. Yeah. Or you're not even close. You're the worst offenders of all. Right. You are that man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and the crazy thing is, like one of the things that's in here listed in their points is uh, alternative private car access to roads in large cities. So if you're driving your private vehicle, there's certain roads you can't drive on at certain times uh, under this uh, plan that they have. And you can get in trouble for driving your car if you're driving it on a different day. Because one of the other, one of the other crazy things is uh, al- alternative weekends that you can drive your vehicle. So like, you know, you remember, you probably don't remember because you weren't even born back then, so I know you don't. But during the Carter administration, we had even odd days where you could go buy gas because we had a fuel crisis. So if you remember this? Yeah, I remember this. I was like an eighth grader or seventh grader. Uh, but like on certain days, depending on what your license plate number ended with, if it was an even or odd day, that's when you went to the gas station. Then you ran in a line halfway down the road. I remember this because as a kid, it affected me because my mom had a really neat Camaro and I used to always want her to take me out driving in this Camaro and we couldn't ever hardly get gas for it because you'd have to, you know, save your gas for going to work because you could only get gas every other day. So anyway, um, those are the things that they're talking about. And one of the things that would affect Texans especially is they want to lower the speed limit by 10 miles per hour. That would uh, dramatically impact Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, because they drive no like one would follow it anyway. Indianapolis 500 out here on the 190. <laughs> so anyway. I go home to Richmond, Indiana, and I drive, and I think, aside from the highway, yeah. the highest, which is Highway 70, runs through there, the highest speed limit in the whole city is like 40 mile an hour. Yeah. And so I'm going through there, and you better go 40 because, you know, they they got good revenue on that on those tickets. Oh, I'm there, sure right? they do. So you're going 40, 42 maximum, and I'm like, how did I ever survive? Yeah. I'm not a speeder. I follow, I follow the speed limit pretty closely. I'm one of those people that some people get mad at. But yeah. nonetheless, going home, um, Dallas is just different. Yes, So we'll get into more of these points on the other side of the break. We'll also get to your calls. Uh, you can join us by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we're not streaming on the Internet again because we are getting turned off for some reason, so we'll talk about that more as well. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. 
My name is Jana Roberts. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon-coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to Into the Age. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. As I understand it, we're streaming online again. However, YouTube won't let us stream again for some reason, Doug. Unexplainable. But nonetheless, that is what's happening. Um, So we're going to keep talking about what we're talking about. And hopefully those of you that aren't able to join us on the radio will be able to um, continue listening. watching and if not you can check out the archive that gets posted oh I think by about 410 415 something like that it's on endtime.com and watch.endtime.com so be sure to go there it's absolutely free to watch in the archive section so Doug we've got 10 point plan that we're working through we've mentioned some of the things this is that uh, WEF has published this 10 point plan to end oil dependency. Some of it includes reducing speed limits by 10 miles per hour. Um, there, there's a work from home up to three days possible, mm-hmm. up to three days where possible, uh, week, car-free Sundays in cities. I guess you wouldn't apply because you're not in the city. Maybe. Right? It depends on which city they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, reduce public transit transport prices and incentivize walking and cycling. This is just like those videos they put out. Yeah, absolutely. Alternate private car access to roads in large cities. Increase car sharing and adopt practices to reduce fuel use. Promote efficient driving for freight trucks and goods deliveries. Using trains instead of planes where possible. Mm. Avoid business air travel where alternative options exist and increase adoption of electric and other more efficient vehicles. It, It almost makes you wonder if when we were in the COVID lockdown... If this was like a test to kind of see how the world functioned under lockdowns, because a lot of the things that they talk about in there sound a lot like what was happening during COVID, uh, during 2020, when, you know, we were having the, the big COVID outbreak at that time and they were keeping us locked indoors, didn't want us going to church on Sundays, didn't want us traveling except for emergencies. Uh, and and then we find out that the CDC was tracking our cell devices to see if we were doing what they told us to do and complying. Yeah, but you're talking mandates. about like in Europe and in China and in Russia, places like that. This stuff isn't happening in the U.S. Right. Sure. <laughs> so that's what we might see. Let's. Do you want to look at that video by Kerry? Sure, I haven't okay. seen it yet. Let, let's see what Kerry has to say about what we need to do. So this year we have to implement those promises. And what it means is we have to decarbonize uh, the power sector five times faster than we are right now. 
we have to deploy renewables five times faster than we are right now. Uh, we have to uh, transition to electric vehicles about 20 times faster than we are now. And we have to fully transition to a resilient net zero economy. They're implementing it here as well. Uh, and the crazy thing about it is that this is something that they're spending billions of dollars on, you know, promoting and, and going through here in the United States as well. So it's just they are very quickly trying to move us there. It's all part of the Great Reset. Well, this article we were just on, it goes on to say that um, Pete Buttigieg delivered a plan for billions of dollars. He's the U.S. Transportation Secretary. Billions of dollars to be made available under his department's new Safe Streets and Roads for All program to cities that get people to ditch their motor vehicles for alternative forms of transport forever. The Biden administration is steering $5 billion in federal aid to local uh, excuse me, I'm, I lost my place there because I was thinking about how Elon Musk could have ended world hunger with $44 million that he bought Twitter over, and yet we've got all this stuff going on. Yeah. Um, let's see, $5 billion in federal aid carving out bike paths and wider sidewalks while pushing commuters onto public transit and cycling as an alternative to driving. Buttigieg's aims, aim will be to provide a direct infusion of federal cash to communities that pledge to promote multiple users of a roadway, particularly pedestrians and bicyclists. The argument is too many people are dying in motor accidents for that method of transport to be sustainable, so people must get out of their cars and be rewarded with taxpayer cash. So are high gas prices part of Bible prophecy, Doug? It's, yeah, it's all part of control, Vince. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I do believe this falls underneath uh, prophecy because this is all part of a transition to have more control over us uh, to I mean if they take away your transportation and you're relying on uh, trains that are you know government transportation it, it's all part of it moving us toward that one world order uh, moving us all to be uh, you know just going along with what they want us to do and if you're not then you know there's going to be consequences for you so when when it says that they want to get rid of motor vehicles forever mhm that's interesting that they say that i mean motor vehicles forever it, in that we've shown different clips of different things over the the past and one of the things they showed was you know that when you needed to leave you would call Uber and Uber would have these electric cars that would pull up and pick you up if you needed to travel somewhere. So that's what their plan is. I mean, that's what they want us to not even drive anymore. And I've seen more and more young people that don't even want to go get their license. They're just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, I'll mm-hmm. get there. You know, it's very strange where we're headed. But, you know, they're hitting our kids with this idea, too, in our schools. So they do their part. Well, let's go to the phones, Doug, to see what the world has to say. Mary Ann in Utah. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi, how are you, Vince and uh, Doug? Very well, how are you? I'll tell you, you know, your program keeps come, you know, coming in and out. But the first thing that you put on was that number to call the government to tell them about the, uh, the, for, the Bill 42. Mm-hmm. And I did. I actually got through. 
And it took me a while because I didn't want to accept that. But I, I did. And I told the congressman. So that number was, is good. That's a good thing. And that number is 202-224-3121. Call yeah. your U.S. Capitol and get your state senator representative. Thank yeah. you for that, Mary. Yeah, thank you, Marianne. Yeah, and I, I, what I really love, too, is when your program was it's kind of sporadic there. But I know for a fact I couldn't buy an electric vehicle, and there's nowhere around here in Utah, very, I'm sure, to even charge one. <laughs> so if I had to come out your way to follow a horse and get... The, and have to scrape up the poop. I wouldn't know how to. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to process that either. Yeah. Well, we we totally understand that, and and I mean just just hearing you describe it too to us, it it just helps you understand how ridiculous the whole idea is about what they're proposing to do here. Oh yeah. Well, I'm in Orem, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually was born in Carbon County. Utah, and it's a coal mining town, mm. and, uh, you know, I think we still have to rely on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, this this whole idea, like we were talking about before, it's about control, and they want to do away with the things that they deem worthy to do away with. It's just like the other day when we were reading about the WHO and how the leader of the WHO, based on his opinion, could decide what they're going to do uh, in a uh, pandemic situation with each country, they could say, well, this is what this country's got to do. Stop all air travel. Stop all travel altogether. It's based on their opinion of what they believe. It's the same thing we're dealing with here. These people believe that they're the saviors of the world and that their opinion is the only opinion that matters, that we're not smart enough to have our own opinion. Right. And how silly is that? Absolutely. I think that we're on the right track as far as getting to... Get to Heavenly Father, get to God, you know. Right. He's the only one that's going to fix this anyway. And all these brilliant minds, we don't even have a, a way to actively, I think, we, we don't have enough power for vehicles, uh, electricity for vehicles. We don't have the battery power. We don't have any, any kind of this stuff. We right. have drought situations out here. Um. I mean, I don't know where anybody's thinking, but um, thank you for everything that you do. I guess that's basically what I'm trying to say. Well, thank you, Marianne. We appreciate you. So I can you. listen okay. and and have a voice, too. And yes. Hopefully everybody can hear that and call that number and say, oh, next nay on that. <laughs> say or no to WHO. Or have to oh, refine... Yeah. Follow the horses and learn how to refine your poop. <laughs> Absolutely. The horse poop. <laughs> All righty. Thank you for your call, Marianne. We appreciate your uh, perspective very much. Uh, let's go to David in Texas. David, welcome to Into the Age. Yeah, guys, I'll say from the outset that I don't, I'm one of those out here that believe totally in Christ Jesus as my Savior, and I, for one, do not believe that America is going to survive the Sixth Trumpet War. Y'all think we will, but I don't think we will. And I think it's high time that people in America for sure take their uh, salvation seriously for the first time in their life. 
for what it says. We agree on that, David. Well, y'all don't give any invitation on a sinner's prayer. Anybody I've noticed over the last 30 years, why don't y'all do that? David, I think we've had some pretty good conversations about this subject on the telephone. So if you want to call me on the telephone, we'll be more than happy to talk to you. Why are y'all hiding that? Why do y'all hide that? We hide nothing, David. You just know where we stand. You are to me as a Christian. Okay. Well, thank you, David, for your call today. We appreciate your perspective. Have a great day. So I guess what David doesn't appreciate is that, you know, we send people to endtime.com slash reborn Mm -hmm. that tells people how to be born again. Um, And we have made millions at this point of uh, pamphlets available for free. Uh, We don't always get into what salvation means on the air. Right. Our audience may or may not be ready for that conversation. Um, and we are a Bible prophecy show, and so we're talking about current events, and we're explaining that through a lens of Bible prophecy. And so we incorporate uh, being born again, you know, as frequently as possible, and we aren't trying to uh, force that on anyone, but we're going to tell you about what's going on around in the world, and in that process we're going to say, hey, you need to find hope and peace in Jesus, and here's the biblical way of doing that. And so we don't go into the sinner's prayer on the air, uh, but we take thousands of phone calls a week. We talk to hundreds of thousands of people every single month collectively. And so we are going to continue to point people to the scriptures and the truth of Jesus Christ. And we're committed to doing that no matter what, Doug. Even even when we get shut off on the air or radio or internet or whatever it is, uh, we're going to keep telling people the truth as best as we possibly Absolutely. can. Absolutely, And, you know, Vince, I mean, anybody can call us at any point in time and we can discuss anything you want to discuss. Uh, we do on every program. I know if we don't mention it, we run uh, that tape across the is. bottom right there that tells you about the track. It gives you the information for it. Every program we do offers an opportunity for salvation. And so uh, just because we don't come on here and do the sinner's prayer... Uh, you know, like David was suggesting, doesn't mean we're not pointing people to Jesus. Every program we do, that's what we're doing. Absolutely. So. Now, how about today's subject, Doug? We got 19 seconds to wrap it up. Yeah. How do we wrap that up? Well, let me just say, Vince, that there is a lot going on in the world, and we've pointed people to calling your representatives and letting them know. I mean, it wouldn't even be bad to let people know. Look, we don't care what the World Economic Forum is telling us. This is not the uh, direction we want our country to go in. So when you call, talk to your representatives, let them know. We're not interested in this. We'll see you tomorrow at this 3 p.m. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 